Hear that? That's the sound of a patient whose health data is protected from a cyber attack. And that, that's the sound of a financial system that's digitally secured from bad actors. Right now, there's an invisible war being fought on a digital battlefield that impacts what we do every day. That's why at Paraton, we do the can't be done to help protect the vital systems we rely on. Because if we don't, the alternative is unimaginable. Paraton. Texting privacy policy in terms and conditions posted at textplan.us. Texting rules for occurring automated text marketing messages. Message and data rates may apply. Reply stop, opt out. The pandemic has been hard on all our kids. New studies show more than one in three children who started school in the pandemic now need intensive reading help. That's right. Millions of kids in kindergarten through third grade in the United States cannot read at grade level. Here's the good news. Your child can be reading in just 30 days, guaranteed, with Hooked on Phonics. Even if your child has been struggling, Hooked on Phonics will teach your child to read in just 30 days, guaranteed. And right now, you can get started for just one dollar text the word grade to 32 32 32 right now hooked on phonics is highly effective and incredibly fun and everything can be done right from home and in less than 20 minutes a day for more than 30 years hooked on phonics has been the proven learn to read program that kids love to use text grade to 32 32 32 and teach your child to read in just 30 days guaranteed text grade to 32 32 32 right now and get started for just one dollar text grade to 32 32 32 now text grade to 32 32 32 I'm not Jesus, and you shouldn't swear. There's the third commandment. Sorry, you just kind of scared the shit out of me. Well, that's okay. Ain't nothing better than a little scare and knock them cobwebs off you. Who are you? I live in a house just down the road a little bit. And I saw you and the and the gang here is about to go out in them woods. Someone actually lives in those shacks. Yeah, me. <laughs> So you own all of them? <laughs> not really, not Hey, no. hey Bella. Hey, I got two questions for you. I might have two answers for you. All right, one, are you gonna ask us if we're staying in these woods? Yes. B, the real question, and be a straight shooter here, it arouses you to stalk us, doesn't it? back on the morbidly made and joining me tonight is my new co-host jason christopher the writer director extraordinaire whose film nobody gets out alive hits dvd next week from in uh, image entertainment jason thank you so much for taking this job hey man no problems uh i like replacing people (laughs) (laughs) and there was a big issue with this gentleman i got a lot of um feedback from people saying they just um they didn't like what he was trying to do and i mean i i think we're trying to break down the the barriers of of the horror genre so to speak and i I think going with directors and all as as co-hosts and stuff that's that's the way to go that's where it's at and john just (laughs) didn't get that you know so uh it's unfortunate oh yeah that, that that's what i said as soon as i uh picked up the phone to give you a call to come on and do this so. <laughs> exactly so anyway this movie is coming on now i've seen this movie a few times as you know i love it i absolutely yeah. love Thank it you. 
I mean, you're one. You're one of the one of the like five reporters that I like. <laughs> and I read something on Facebook. I guess it was. Hey, Mike. Wrote, Mike. Uh, hey, man. I'm. I'm. I just made it. Sorry. Uh, my you computer were not crapped supposed out. To be here. What do you mean I'm not supposed Did to be here? Did you not get this... the email? No, man. I told you. I just told you my computer crapped out. I'm calling on my phone. The this is. I was trying my best. I, I know I'm a little bit late, but I guess. I guess this is why you never break up with people through email or text or anything like that. Because break what? John, I hate to tell you this. What's going? I got a lot of feedback over the last few shows, and people just don't like you. What? What? How? People fucking love me. They, they say that we they don't They hate mix. you, John. Exactly. And they, they said your love of the Nightmare on Elm Street remake and House of the Dead just really drove them over the edge. Especially the, the zombie show. They said you talked too much about House of the Dead. They hated it. Oh, no, this is bullshit, man. It's yeah, John, not, you suck. Exactly. It's not bullshit, sir. It's, it's reality. So. No, regardless, you can't take me off. We started this as partners. We came up with the concept of this show together. Exactly. It, no, exactly. it doesn't work like but that. It, but if it doesn't work, it's... Look, honestly, people took a show away from me before, so I just wanted to see how it felt. So, And obviously, oh, well, I'll tell you what, it, it feels pretty fucking good at this point. Well, you know what feels pretty fucking good? Shut the fuck up. Yeah, I'm not going like that. So, we're going to have to take a little bit of time and figure this out. Stand by. Right, and you're back with the morbidly made. I'm John Rhodes, uh, still here, still alive, and still with my fucking job on. Fortunate to some people, I guess. Uh, with me, as always, is Michael J. Yeah, best. I'm still here. Ugh. Yeah, and we have our very special guest slash co-host throughout this because Mike apparently gave him a fucking job. Exactly. The one and only right. Christopher. <laughs> Hi again. How you doing, buddy? <laughs> I'm uh, I'm all right. How are you, John? <laughs> well, I've been better, but uh, you know, I persevere. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> well, I I can actually say it's an honor to have you on. Um, Mike actually introduced me to your film, and uh, I got to say I did enjoy it. So you didn't, or you did? Did did. Oh, you did. That's cool, man. Thank you. Oh, believe me, if you didn't enjoy it, we would have words. <laughs> nah, it's fine, man. Dude, I'm like, I'm dealing with like so many like stupid ass blog people that like have three followers just bashing the shit out of the movie. And I mean, this is the first time going around where like critics actually say shit. And it's a lot of mixed reviews, but like the best are the the, the bloggers that. Right, like this is a stupid movie. It was just stupid. It had stupid people, and it was a stupid movie. Yeah, great review, buddy. Like yeah. that's not a fucking review. That's like what the hell? Like I don't, dude, don't get me started. But <laughs> I'm a like my producer. He's just like, dude, don't look at that shit. And like everybody that's like, don't like, don't don't even worry about like what people are saying. Who gives a shit? And I mean, I shouldn't, 
but I catch myself being bored sometimes, so I'm just like, let me just see if anybody's saying anything about the movie. And then, like, it's like 60-40, where, like, 40% of people are just like, ah, fuck this movie. Or the other 60% are like, oh, this movie's great. So, I mean, it's whatever. Well, you guys are getting a DVD release here in the States um, on the, when is it, Mike? It is the 26th, next Tuesday. Okay, so yeah. I'm willing to bet you guys are going to get a lot more love after that comes out. I hope so, man. I really do. Uh, I mean, it came out in Greece and uh, Sweden, I think, already. Mm-hmm. And it comes out in Australia this Thursday, the 21st. And then Canada, I think, is April 9th or 13th. I don't know. I- I'm trying to like keep up with all the dates of when they're coming out and stuff. And I think there's a, uh, like, uh, March 5th, it comes out in France. So, I mean, it, it, it's, I don't know. We'll see, we'll see what happens. <laughs> and a uh, question. They had a, now, Germany, I think it was, got a Blu-ray release, correct? Yeah, so did Sweden. Sweden got a Blu-ray release. Um, Germany got one. And who knows what the other ones are. Like, I'm trying to, like, keep a hold of, uh, my sales are just like, hey, to like, like I'm trying to get a copy of every single territory that it's sold in, just because like I want to collect that type of stuff. It's, I think that's cool. Right. Yeah, um, absolutely. And like, shit, they got a Blu-ray release. Like, what the mm-hmm. hell? <laughs> that's yeah, not that, fair. That's what I said. I want one. Um, <laughs> I know. Me too. <laughs> well, you know what? I don't know if um I don't know if you could do this, but if you talk to your sales reps, is there a way that you could find out if they're region free? Um, I I don't think so. Oh. What I use, what I've been doing to like find out when the movies come out and what other territories, I'll just hop on like Amazon, like France or Amazon, Canada or Amazon Germany, right. and just see when they come out and then read like what their specs are and stuff. So I don't know, actually, that's a good question. Hmm. I don't even think I would even open them. I mean, what am I kidding? I probably would open them just like check them out, but I wouldn't really watch them because I am so sick of watching that movie. So, well, well, how many times have you watched, like, the official release, would you say? The official one? I just got, uh, my distributor sent me a, a box full of movies, so I just opened it up, checked it out. It was really, really cool. It comes with, like, this really nice sleeve, like, mm-hmm. jacket for, like, the DVD and stuff. I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. Um, it's a little things. But, um, <laughs> but uh, I was just, like, checking the bonus features and stuff. And, like, the picture quality is amazing compared to how I used to watch it because it wasn't always full HD unless I was, like, editing it. Um, so, I mean, the quality of it's amazing looking. They uh, apparently boosted up the sound and, you know, fixed that up and stuff, but I haven't watched on in surround sound yet. Um, I plan on watching it when it comes out. I'm going to go out and buy a copy in the States and plan on watch it that night and then just shelf it and just never look at it again. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm happy to do that because I've been technically working on this movie since I was 17 years old and now I'm 25. So I'm just, I'm over it. <laughs> oh, damn, man. Yeah. Now, I mean, I wrote it when I was 17. So. Oh, okay. That's just yeah, what I was I wrote it when, ask. <laughs> yeah. I wrote it when I was 17, filmed it when I was 22 23, I forget. 22 or 23. And then now it's coming out while I'm 25. So. Okay. Well, just being curious, uh, do you have anything else in the works right now? Yeah, man, I actually do. 
Um, and I'm really, really excited to, to start working on it, too. Um, we're getting the financing together for it, which is always the hardest part. So hopefully the sales, hopefully nobody gets out of live sales will do okay enough to really just help us, too. But our pre-sales numbers, like, they look great for, like, the investors and stuff. So hopefully that is all we need from nobody gets out alive to show them, you know, like, hey, we can sell a movie. But um, I do have something that works. I can't really say that much about it, but I can say the title, and the title is called Monsters Within. And it's just, it's everything, dude. It's it's a movie. It's a sci-fi movie. It's a mystery movie. It's a horror movie. It's a slasher movie. It's everything. And there's, like, they're not, I mean, I didn't write parts where there's, like, comedic elements or anything but i'm sure like someone like one of the actors will probably like say something that i'll like that's pretty funny and i'll probably want to keep it in the movie and stuff <laughs> but but it's it's the the movie's everywhere and it's so awesome like i've i've gone through a ton of drafts but this one actor well he's actually a musician and he's like going to be converting into um he wants to start acting and stuff and he acted in this one short and i'm not i can't even like say the short name or anything like that because i don't want to give away anything that i'm not allowed to say yet yeah but um he acted in this one short i saw this short i was like this dude is fucking amazing like like and i've always listened to his music and stuff so i was already interested in watching like oh this is acting now let me let me check this out so i i watched it on youtube and i was just like yo this dude can be like the best actor ever if he like really wanted to take it seriously and do it and um so I got a hold of him and like sent him the script and I was actually like working on another script that I still want to fix up because I just love the idea of it. I was working on this other script, sent him that and he was, I was like, dude, I think it'd be great for the supporting role and stuff. And then like, he was just like, you know, it's a good story and stuff, but I'd rather, you know, it's, it's you know, you got anything else pretty much. So yeah. then I was like, well, I'm writing this other script called Monsters Within and uh, I'll send it to you where I'm done. He's like, okay, so I found some. He's like, I really like it. I like it better than the other one, but I think, you know, it needs a little work. So I'm like, oh, yeah, of course. You know, it's only like the first draft. So I, uh, me and him, he actually, like, kind of came on board as, like, helping create the story. And he, he'll he deny it. He, like, we even talked about it, that, like, he's going to deny that he helped create this draft <laughs> that we have now. But uh, but I'm just going to put it out there on record that, like, he did help. And I can't wait till like, I can announce that he's officially in the movie and stuff like that to say that he helped but um but like uh, i actually spoke with him today and like he's just like you know i like it i like it. i think you know the, the story's definitely there you know we just we're you know say you know pretty much good to go so i mean we're, we're searching for financing now and that's always just a drag so but i'm so excited to do it because i made like i made nobody get to life when i was 22 years old so i didn't know that much you know like i never went to college or anything like that so I was learning as I was going. <laughs> uh, it was kind of a ballsy move, but whatever. And um, I, I didn't know as much as I know now, so that's why I can't wait to get into the next movie because it's just really going to be balls to the wall. I know what I'm doing. I know how to tell a story so much better now. So I'm really, really excited for the next project. It's just matter, you know, it's all coming down to financing as usual. So, so we'll see what happens. No, I was actually really curious about a fault because watching this one, I, I could tell it was your first and just the potential was there that I was really curious to see another film from you. So, oh, thank you. That's a, like yeah. a, um, like, I felt like I'm just like really, really excited to do is just work on another one because it's just, you know, that one, 
it is what it is for the money that we had and our experience level. And, you know, I, I'm not going to, like, hate the movie for what it is, but it's I know I can do so much better. And, you know, thankfully, hopefully, I will get another chance to, to make one and really show what I can do. And just to shut up all these idiot-ass blog, blogs that have bashed the shit out of me. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to totally shut them up on the next one. So. Well, I have a real quick question. Uh, given the choice, would you ever do a sequel to it? I do. I actually have um, I have about like 50 pages written for a sequel for Nobody Gets Out Alive, and I would oh, love God. for it... <laughs> <laughs> and I would love for it to, to do, you know, okay and stuff to do another one, because the second one's going to be so much better than the first one. Like, the, I, like I made a ballsy move where... I made the first movie just so I can make a second one because there's definitely more to his story and stuff. And I mean, and you saw the movie. So, you know, that like this dude has a background that is like, I, I would consider the, the second one more to be like a drama than like a horror movie because it's just really going to focus on how he does all this shit, where he comes from. It's just going to dig so much more into it. And that, that's what interests me more than, you know, a horror movie. It's just, it'll be so much interesting. And, It'll be cool. So it actually focused more on Hunter? Yeah, and as was funny, like our distributor, they were just like like the like the original official trailer that I had that I sent the image, they were just like, Cut the kids out because you know, we know they're gonna die. We wanna focus on the killer. We wanna focus on Hunter and I was like, That's awesome, like thank you. Like I'd rather <laughs> do that. So um so that's why, like, the trailer is more based on around Hunter as opposed to these kids and Hunter's background. So um, the second one, that's all it really is because that's the direction I was going for anyway for the second one. And and it's just funny as shit because, like, I would read these idiot blogs that um would be like, oh, well, the title is called Nobody Gets Out Alive, but um, clearly when you see the movie that, you know, some people do because you're a cliche-type uh, horror movie and stuff. And I'm just like, technically, buddy, you're wrong, because uh, in the sequel, I explain, it, it, like, the sequel would pick right up after, right where the first one ended. It would literally mm -hmm. just pick a frame up right afterwards. So, kind of like, you know, like, how Halloween, the original Halloween 2, and even the remake, and, like, Hatchet and Hatchet 2 was, I would, and yeah. Hostel and Hostel 2, I would literally just pick it straight up, and it just continues as, like, one long movie. So. No, I always love that. Oh, yeah. It's, and, it's so good, and it all comes down to if people are going to, you know, support this one and are questioning about a second one, then, that, and like, we would make it again. We would make it really cheap again and, you know, just have, like, a no-name cast and stuff and just do it really cheap. And But, like, I just want to tell the story of Hunter more because he's awful. <laughs> I like him because he's a normal, regular killer. You know, you had Michael Myers, who was normal at first, but then he became inhuman. And then Freddy was always inhuman, and then, uh, like, uh, Jason Voorhees, he was, like, a normal dude, but then became inhuman and stuff, so it was just, it was just like, eh, I like the Hunter character because he is real. He's a real guy, unless, like, for some weird reason, the uh, movie blows up and we make, like, ten of them, and then, like, there's, like, Hunter in space or some shit. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I can honestly tell you, Hunter was my favorite character, and, and Mike can vouch for this. That I, I was actually blown away by the guy that played Hunter. I, uh, I thought dude, he he's phenomenal. 
He did amazing. So, yeah, yeah. No, he's phenomenal. And, that. and that's what, like, I was reading, like, one of the critics and stuff. I'm like, I'm like, like, even, like, even if I didn't make this movie and I just watched it, I, was, I would be like, yo, the dude who plays the killer is phenomenal. Like, he's a great actor. Like, he's so good and shit. But, like, the same blog, I'm sorry, like, I keep going back to this blog, but they really pissed me off. This one <laughs> blog, they were just like, so, like, the killer, was, oh, that goes down as, like, the most, like, fast-forwarded part of any movie that I've seen of all this year so far. I'm just like, really, dude? Like, you just must, you must not have a fucking heart <laughs> because, like, this dude, like, went through so much shit and you didn't want to hear him out. Like, whatever, buddy. But, but yeah, no, uh, Brian Gallagher, who plays Hunter, it, it, he was phenomenal, man. And that was all one take. That was all one take. And we just had two cameras rolling. And the first take was 14 minutes long. And I wound up chopping it down, I think, six minutes. And, um, then we did like another take that I didn't even want to do because I was like, I have everything here. This dude was golden. It was a golden 14 minutes. But the other production company wanted to do another safety one and stuff. And I was just like, I ain't gonna, and I, I think I used like one frame from the other one. Like I, I used nothing from the other take. I was just like, I know what I want, dude. I'm editing the movie too. So. No, he, he was phenomenal. And I, I have to say like a lot of the kids and whatnot, I really wasn't that invested in, but he came on yeah, scene and, it started talking, and I was just like, "Bam!" I was like, "Damn! All right, I'm into yeah, this." <laughs> exactly, and that's dude. The kids that are in the movie. I mean, like, the only thing that like I didn't really pick up on that, like, well, not pick up on, but like that I should have showed and dwelled more on is that the one girl has a daughter. So, like, it's kind of like, you know, a, a full circle to things. Like, she's gonna, you know, she's going on this trip and. That's why, like, I'm not spoiling anything because it's all, it's a cliche horror movie, you know. These these kids go in the woods and they're gonna die. <laughs> yeah. I'm more worried. I, I like I want people to watch it for the um the killer, you know. I and mean, that's what like the whole monologue that happens with the killer that when you're just talking. Like, if I was an outsider, and never made this movie, and just saw this movie, I'd be like, hell yeah, dude, I'm rooting for the killer. Kill those kids. Who gives a shit about them? And exactly. Not a lot. Not a lot of people are like understanding that like yes it is your typical kids i don't give a shit it's your typical heart i made an homage movie you know what i mean like it's a movie that like oh yeah i saw the burning i saw friday the 13th and you know i saw nobody gets out alive like that's how that would flow if, if this movie came out in the 70s or 80s you know mm-hmm. no i totally get that and having watched yours a lot of the shots and whatnot just kind of the overall feel of it it just kind of Ooze Friday the Thirteenth to me. That yeah, really I, does. And like, did did you pick up on like? Like it was funny. Like I I stole a lot of clips. I stole a lot of like angles and shit too. And the the prop guy that was on our movie, this guy Chris Schwartz, and he's a huge uh, horror fan like I am. And like nobody understood this one shot. The one shot where the girl get lifted and like her shoes fall off or her shoes are on and like she's like lifted in the air. You know what scene I'm talking about? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, like, nobody else understood what I was trying to do. Like, they understood, like, how I wanted to shoot it and stuff like that, but they were just like, why do you want this shot? And the the prop guy came up to me and was like, nice nod to the original Halloween, too. And I was just like, you got it! <laughs> when the nurse gets picked up and, like, her claws fall off. But, uh, like, we, we actually did a take where her, her uh, the girls in my movie, um, her her shoes come off, but it just don't look right. I was just like, ah, nah, just keep it where she just lifted in the air. But that's my nod to Halloween too. And I don't know, it's just 
hopefully hopefully people like will pick up on little stupid things like that just to be like, oh, you know, like I get what this dude was trying to do. He was just making a movie that would have came out in the seventies or eighties. But I guess if if the movie was a found footage movie, it would have been like blown up by now, you know, people would just love it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm honestly me, right? not looking forward to the first found footage slasher movie. I don't know if it's been done, but I'm not looking Dude. forward to it. I actually have, and I, I've always wanted to do it, too, and I mean, I guess now would be the best time to do it. I think it was, like, right when Paranormal Activity, the first one, came out, and before all these found footage movies even blew up, I always had an idea of just doing one where, like, a bunch of kids would go into the woods, and they'd bring a camcorder with them, and there's a killer on the loose, but a dude's taping the whole thing. And, like, I always had, like, little, like, scenes, like, like plant mapped out in my head where, like, the dude would run in the bathroom holding the camera... And, like, stand up on a stall, and then, like, you would just hear, like, all the doors just bust open and shit. And then, like, of course, like, the guy would probably get out to film the rest of it. But, but like, I thought that that would be, like, such a fun, like, found footage movie. But, I mean, maybe I, maybe I shouldn't have said that <laughs> out loud. If I see a movie that's going to be done like that in a few months. Well, here's the thing. I, I've talked to Mike about it before, and done right, I think it could be really effective. However, I, I think with the slasher films for it to be done right the camera would have to keep changing characters just because i think it'd yeah. be more effective to see the kill coming towards you but it's going to be hard to explain why they keep picking up the camera you know yeah yeah no, yeah that makes sense that could work i think mm-hmm. that that's a million dollar idea <laughs> just because of the fact that dumbass sound footage movies are are cool now for some weird reason yeah exactly <laughs> so. But other than that, no, I would, I would never, never in my mind even want to make a found footage movie. And that's why, like, I'm so pissed off that um, Rennie Harlan's new movie, the uh, the Dialative Past movie. I don't know if you guys like heard about that yet. Mm-mm. Um, it's about like I've always I, like years ago I read about this article where like a bunch of uh, um, hikers went up into like the mountains and stuff like that, and like I think it was in, took place in Russia. And they, like, went missing, and then, like, people were trying to find them, and, like, their bodies were, like, mutilated, pretty much. And it was it was something that, like, like the way that their bodies were found, that it was, like, no human could ever, you know, kill a person like this. Like, their tongues were ripped out and stuff like that. And it was just, like, this, this happened, like, back on, like, the 50s and stuff like that. Oh, like, really? 1940s. It's really interesting. And I always wanted to sit down and be like, yo, I just want to, I want to write this, you know, like, I think that this will make an awesome movie, but, um, like, a year ago, I came, I came across, like, on IMDb, and I saw that, like, Rennie Harlan was actually filming this movie for that, I was like, oh, you know, man, that's kind of cool, like, Rennie Harlan's cool, I don't mind him, you know, like, shit, he did, you know, Nightmare on Elm Street and stuff, like, that's where he got his start from and stuff, so, I mean, he's not a bad director, but then, like, I think it was, like, two weeks ago, they released the, the first official trailer for it and it's a fucking found footage movie i was like are you fucking kidding me (laughs) i got so pissed off i was like dude i wanted to write this so bad and these dudes have just ruined it so yeah (laughs) it's also disappointing that you see something coming and you get all hyped up about all the ideas in your head and then you see the trailer and it's like wait what the fuck Exactly. Yeah. I was I was pretty pissed off about that, I'm not going to lie. But I'll still check it out because I've always wanted to see this 
story be, you know, told because it's so, so interesting. Definitely look it up. It's called The Die a Lot of... I don't even know how to say it. So, Mike, what did you watch this week? What did I watch? Um, you're going to laugh at me, but I watched a lot of Leave it to Beaver. I know. <laughs> I've seen that on Get Glue. What the fuck, man? I can't stop. I'm addicted to it. That and um, Cheaters. <laughs> my god because people are assholes and I just I, 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 I'm, Cheat, up no, like, dude. I'm up at 9 o'clock in the morning and it's on from 9 to 10 so it's like I have to watch it is it? <laughs> yeah. dude like there was a like I'll watch two years any day that shit's great um, there was this one uh, I think it was on New Year's Day like three years ago or two years ago me and uh, this uh, my, my ex at the time well my ex now girlfriend at the time like, we were just, like, laying in bed, and it was New Year's Day, and we are just, like, hungover, and then, like, I'm flipping through the channels, and freaking a marathon of cheaters was on. Yeah, I stayed in bed the whole time and just oh. watched it all <laughs> day long. <laughs> now, did you see that, I guess, Joey Greco or whatever used to host it, and now I guess he got shot or something, so... He got stabbed. Some dude stabbed him. Oh, that's what happened, because I was wondering... Yeah. Because now they got this guy, Clark Gable, and it's, like... Like, I see this guy, and I'm like, who the fuck is Clark Gable? Yeah, dude, it sounds like, like a comic book hero. <laughs> so, yeah, but he, um, I don't know. It's weird, because the one that I saw today, it's like Clark Gable's in the studio, like, introing the segments and all, but Joey Greco's still, like, out, like, on the actual uh, scenes of stuff or the calls or whatever they do, and it's, like, it's just weird. Like he's Oh, so it's, like, ones again. that were already recorded? I don't know. No, I don't know. They said they're new. Well, it could just be they haven't aired yet, you know? Well, then they did a lot of recording that they didn't air. Huh? Maybe. Honestly, if he's still doing that after getting stabbed, he's fucking stupid. <laughs> yeah, he's <easy. laughs> Or they're paying him a fuck of a lot. Yeah. Because I'm not going to lie, if I put that much hard work into hiding my relationship... And all of a sudden, some dude with a TV camera busts in, being a complete douchebag. I'd fucking stab his ass too. Well, well, that's that's the best thing about those shows. Like, like Morty's just as fucking bad. Uh, where, uh, where like they just and they just keep instigating it. They're like, yeah, this is this is one like he just got done like having sex with her. Do you see the video of this? Yeah. Are you watching the video of this? And like the person will be like crying, and like he's just like, hey, you're not watching, you know, your husband. <laughs> having sex with this woman like he just totally instigated it it's i mean the dude's a genius for doing it because i mean he makes me laugh so i don't care <laughs> <laughs> all right mike did you watch anything else besides cheaters and leave it to beaver that destination truth because you know josh gates and i told you that destination truth would suck if josh gates wasn't on it so that's just you know and i still think it's all partially mostly staged i don't know it is Come on, there's ghosts in Chernobyl. I don't believe it. See, I I, I don't know about ghosts. Um, I somewhat believe in that. So, in any place that's got that traumatic of a history, there's there's some possibility that, or it's just some crazy person living there. No. All right. So what I like I like ghost movies. <laughs> ah. So fuck you, Mike. Of course. <laughs> Well, I'm not saying that I don't like ghost movies. I just think that Destination Truth is probably staged. I really, I don't think it's that staged because if you watch enough of them, half the time, like he doesn't find shit and he just ends up making fun of it. 
Well, I didn't see any of those. I just watched the... Yeah, like, they'll go and look for a leprechaun, and he's just like, uh, I think this is mostly fueled by the alcoholism in this country. Yeah. So. I could see that. Yeah. Yeah, but that's pretty much all I watched, because, uh, you know. That's okay. Cool. Jason, what'd you watch? Um, you know, man, I really haven't been watching anything lately. I've just been falling asleep to whatever I watch. Um, <laughs> so... Uh, I've been trying to like get a lesson because I have a ton of interviews to do this week. But um, uh, I- I've been watching a shit ton of... <laughs> this is actually going to be funny. I've been watching, trying to watch, a shit ton of um, old-school Jean-Claude Van Damme movies. Really? Uh, Jean-Claude, yeah, Jean-Claude Van Damme movies. Um, I've been reading a lot of Hunter S. Thompson lately. And um, I've been watching Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas and The Rum Diaries like on repeat as much nice. as I can the past like week. But yeah, man, I've been I've been watching a shit ton of Van Damme movies just because like that shit takes me back to when I was like a kid, like Bloodsport and Death Warrant, which is like my oh, favorite. Hard Target. But hard Target, which which I watched Hard Target because uh, that was on Netflix, so I put that on and fell asleep on it. And I was like, yeah, this movie was not as cool as it used to be when I was like a kid. It, which is but, so weird because you remember it as a kid and it's like, fuck, this is badass. <laughs> yeah, exactly. When I was a kid. I was like, yo, this Van Damme kicks ass. But, yeah. I think my my favorite Van Damme movie is definitely Death Warrant, dude. I fucking love that movie. Oh, yes. And Time Time Cop's pretty cool too. And I just watched a, I finished watching last night uh, JCVD. I don't know if you ever saw that. Like I a, have seen that actually. I've you know, wanted like, to see it. I was like, it's actually a pretty cool movie. Yeah, like they pretty much just make fun of Van Damme the whole time. It was pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> but I enjoyed that. That was pretty cool. But other than that, it's just been Van Damme movies. Um, I mean, I watch TV, well, sometimes. I watch Californication and um, Shameless. Uh, I haven't seen the last two episodes of The Following, um, but but it's fun. So Okay. So that's, all, that's all I've been watching pretty much lately. All right, and uh, for myself, uh, last week I was really sick. This week, um, I've been, you know, working a lot and still trying to get over this illness. Uh, I did watch Nine Seven Six Evil uh, for the first time, thanks to Mike. He just, supplied me a copy. Well, just the first one. The second one I've heard is just I don't know. There is a nice nude scene in the beginning of it, though. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um. It's it's different. Uh, I yeah. Let's leave it at it's different. Um, yeah. The the star of it was, you know, the kid from uh, Fright Night who played Evil, Evil Ed. Ed. Stephen Godfrey's, I believe. Yeah. Um. He was uh. He was actually pretty decent in this. I have to say. Um. And if I remember correct, this was about. Oh, well, this was his first starring role and about his last one before he went on to hardcore gay porn, right? I don't know. Have you seen him now? He looks beat. I mean... Well, this is beautiful. Oh, God. He looks beautiful. <laughs> well, Mike, this has been, I like, you're going doing funny. hardcore gay porn. Well, it's going to take its toll on you. Oh. <laughs> it's bound to happen after a while, what can I say? <laughs> uh, let's see. I watched a couple episodes of Destination Truth, and then I actually watched... Um, Nobody gets out alive. I actually watched that twice. So, of course. you watched it twice. I did watch it twice. 
shit. Yeah, you know what? The best thing, hold on, I got to jump back a second. I'm sorry, I forgot to say this. Um, when, when Whoever buys Nobody Gets Out Alive, fuck the movie, dude. Just watch the audio comment, listen to the audio commentary. It has to be downright the most funniest thing in the world. Like, I did like five of them, <laughs> and I sent them over. I sent them over to uh, our distributor. I'm like, yo, I want an audio commentary on here. Out of all the five that they pick, they picked the one that my, me and my cousin, who's my producer, um, we did at 3 o'clock in the morning. So we are delirious, <laughs> cracking up, making fun of the movie. And just like, like it's, it's, it's really, like, we give a lot of information about the movie and just talk about, like, you know, like things that people wouldn't know and stuff, which is really interesting. And that's why I love audio commentaries, just so I can hear directors talk about that shit. But, like, not only are we just giving information about the movie, but like we are just like so delirious. It is so friggin' funny. Like I would like I would buy the movie just because of the audio commentary. <laughs> it's like mystery science theater with making fun of my own movie. <laughs> That's uh, the first thing that I'm watching on the 26th as soon as it pops dude, in the mail. Dude, it's it's so 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 funny, man. And the bonus features are actually pretty cool for like being what the movie is. You know, we have a making of on there that's 22 minutes long that we like really dive into like everything um so it's not like the typical electronic press kit thing that they throw like the typical stuff they throw together it's actually more than that that's good yeah like like i had a three hour making of and yeah i know i would love to have put that on there but like i know just bore the shit out of people because i want to see it do it I'll send, I'll send you a copy because I got to send a copy to uh, the prop guy who's like really into that type of shit. So I'll definitely send it out to you, man. Oh, but it's, it's it's interesting if like you want to know how to make a movie. But um, the uh, so like I was just like, all right, well, I'm not gonna put this three hour documentary onto the DVD. Let's make something where a lot of people would, would enjoy and watch it. So me and my cousin we put together a 22 minute just like behind the scenes thing. We talked about how how it got about the making of of it all um and like it even just shows like like talk about post-production how to finance and stuff and you know if you ever want to get into movies and stuff we really dive into everything so it's really really cool and then um there's outtakes on the dvd as well which which is uh it's kind of funny because i read a couple critics were just like i don't get why there's there's outtakes in a horror movie on a bonus features and stuff it kind of just takes away from the mood like what like that's the if most you're watching special features, you're already out life. of the mood. Yeah, yeah, dude. You're not watching the movie anymore. You're watching the bonus features, and I want to put whatever the hell I want on there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I swear, critics are retards. I, dude, I, 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 I got to stop listening to them. Like, boy, like, I'm not at that level in my like career where like I'm going to see shit popping up randomly like on Google or Yahoo News or some shit. Um, so I have to go search for them. I'm curious what people are saying. So, you know, unfortunately I have to look at what these clowns say, but but to the people and the blogs that do like the movie, thank you. I'm just going to say that now, you know, I'm not I'm not bashing you guys. I'm just bashing the ones that have three followers and are like fat kids sitting at a computer waiting for them that making them live. <laughs> That's good. That was good. That was good. Yeah, that was definitely good. Well, I, I personally always appreciate special features like that. I know on, like, uh, Hatchet, they had a little gag reel, and they had, I mean, the behind-the-scenes, half of it was just Kane Hodder playing pranks on people. 
Yeah, yeah, it's great. Like, I love that shit, man. Like, Me too. Like, Kevin Smith always said it. Like, to put the bonus feature stuff, to have all that stuff on a DVD, that stuff's going to live more than the movie itself. Um, when it's after it's theater release, it's, it's DVD release, whatever it is, um, that stuff's going to live more than, than the movie itself. And there's not, like, now, especially, nine times out of ten, I'll buy a movie just because of the special features. Like, I can give a shit less about the movie. Um like, I meant to go out to the store today and go buy Argo, but, like, I'm like, I wonder what special features are on there. <laughs> oh, dude, it's pretty loaded. Is it? Cool. I know, uh, Affleck, I does, Affleck does a commentary with the writer, and there's stuff with the uh, the real uh, people that were involved and shit, so, yeah. Oh, really? Wow. Oh, yeah, yeah see, see, like, I'll probably go to Walmart then after this interview and, and go buy it. See, that's always a big selling point to me, too, is the special features. And if I can actually get a feel for what was going on during the filming, like if you just have a gag reel and behind the scenes and stuff like that, I actually appreciate the movie overall more. I don't know why that is, but just just kind of that feel for the behind the scenes, it just kind of brings me more into it. Yeah, like I'll definitely, especially if it's a movie that I've never seen before, but I try to go up to the theaters as much as possible. Like, I'll watch the movie, and if I if it's a movie that I've never seen, I just go and buy it on DVD. I'll watch the movie first, then watch the special features. And, like, it's like a it's like a combination, man. It's great to watch that shit. And that's where that's where I got all my learning from. So, you know, why not do the same thing that Tyler's done for me one time? Not say I'm going to, like, motivate someone to make a movie. But... <laughs> Honestly, I'd be more motivated from somebody low-end that just got the start that that is showing that anybody can do it than, you know, fucking uh, Eli Roth or somebody that's got a couple million dollars to make a movie because for the average guy, you or I, that's that's not realistic. But somebody like you that, that scraps together money and makes a movie, that's more realistic for the average person that's looking to make one. Yeah. No, I, I, yeah, I, I have to say I agree. I mean, yeah, I'd rather watch that stuff. And honestly, you know, you're going to inspire somebody that is trying to make one more, I think anyway, than an Eli Roth or something, simply because it's more obtainable having watched it, what you're doing. It's like, oh shit, I can't actually do this. Yeah, and that's, I actually say that in the making too, because like we have like a whole thing of just like, um, like there's a section like, what would you say to people who want to make uh, a movie and stuff, and like I say that I'm just like, if you want, like I, like I curse and everything because I'm a cursor, but I even say I'm just like, hey, man, if you want to go make a movie, go make a fucking movie. Like you can make a movie on an iPhone nowadays. You can make a movie on a Canon 7D or 5D, and it looks amazing. Um, like I hate people that um that think that they need to go to college just to make a movie. Like that shit bores the hell out of me. It's just like, dude. All my influences, they never went to college. And if they did go to college, they dropped out. Like, yeah. James Spielberg never went to college. Uh, I think he went later or some shit like that. But James Cameron never went. Sam Raimi. Sam Raimi. Like, and those dudes, like, like those three dudes right there have grossed over a billion dollars in the box office. <laughs> yeah. It's like, like, like it, you know, if you want to go to college to be a doctor or some shit like that, yes, go, obviously, please. Because I don't want some dude operating on me that doesn't know you know, his shit, besides from just, like, handheld experience, that would just be scary. But if you want to go and be artistic and stuff, dude, it's like, 
it's not necessary to go to college for that. And, like, I tried to go to college so many times, and I'm like, oh, I never did, you know, because uh, it's just not my thing. So, like, I've always wanted to go for the experience of it, but if I went to college, I would have probably been one of those clowns that, like, went to college and got drunk all the time and didn't do anything and just wasted, you know, government's money. Because, but, um, but, but no, I could never afford college, and I couldn't get in because my grades were shooting in high school. So I said, whatever, man, I'm just going to go do it. So, and I did well, that's good for you. I'm I'm actually a college dropout, and having looked at film school a lot, uh, I, I want to say that you're right. They can't teach you to be artistic, and honestly, to me, going to film school, you're pretty much going to build connections. Yeah, and but you know what, man? Like, you can hop, like, like I did I did a little, I DP'd um, a, a small shoot for, like, this short movie um, last week. And I met, like, four dudes that, like, have, like, great connections. And they're just like, yeah, man, I'm trying to make a movie and stuff like this or, or like, want to work on a movie and stuff. And these dudes were amazing. They never went to college. They just go from, like, set to set and just build their connections. That's is the thing. You have to network. You have to take meetings. You have to do interviews. You have to network. You have to. It's a mandatory thing. And I don't need any shit. And if I do that, then anybody should be able to do that. So... <laughs> All right, well, thanks for the advice. We kind of nailed what we watched, so uh, what? What do you no, got? I just, I just got to say, like, I'm actually more inspired from hearing what Jason just said. I think we're all going to regret that later. <laughs> you just, I, I did it. Just, it just pisses me off so much, man. Like, I know so many people that actually went to college for film, and they haven't even fucking, like, PA'd on a set before. It's just like, dude, you wasted $80,000 going to college, you could have made three nobody gets out of lives for that amount of money. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like it's it's so stupid to me how like people are just like, I gotta go to college. It's like, no, you're just weak and don't want to learn something at the room. You know? That's how I look at it. I don't know who the hell I like to say. Yeah, well, you're a filmmaker. That's who you are. Yeah, I mean, I mean, but like, I mean, I'm hoping that like nobody gets out alive does do something really successful or at least just. Opened, opens up doors. Like, I can give a shit less about money, and first-time directors on their first movie, they never see a dollar, so it's not yeah. a money thing. Like, this, I got into this for the artistic venture of it. Like, I love storytelling. Shit, I would be I would be in first grade or kindergarten, and I would write my own stories and tell them to, cla- to like, my classroom and shit. Like, I'm a fucking nerd like that. I like <laughs> to entertain people. That's what I like to do. So, it's always something I've always wanted to do with my whole life is something entertaining, because... Like, I used to work for Sprint, and I don't even give a fuck, I'll say this, and bash the shit off Sprint, but fuck that place. And, like, I would never want to work <laughs> in a real job again because, oh, my God, like, it's just, I can't handle people like that, and I don't take orders from other people too well, so. So that's all that. <laughs> like, it, it was funny about that. <laughs> I'll, I'll say a little funny story. My, when I worked at Sprint, my boss was, like, um, like, I got hired from a, this old boss, but she got fired or some shit. And, okay. um, and, uh, like she knew about like that. I just made this movie, you know, like it's all live. And I was like, you know, like I had, there'll be times where I would have to call out because I got to focus on the movie and there's stuff that I have to do or I got to go to LA and do like interviews and stuff. And she was totally cool about it. She's like, absolutely, Jay. I'm like, I'm down for that. She totally supported. She was awesome. She was a sweetheart and she was awesome. And then, um, once she left, this other guy came in and this is when, like, we sold 
nobody gets an alliance. It was uh, like a couple companies and stuff, so I was always on the phone. I was never working. I plan on quitting soon anyway, so I just really didn't care. And then my <laughs> boss, he pulls me into the office, and he's like, Jason, I'm going to need you to not be on the phone anymore. And I just looked him straight in the eye. I was like, no, I can't do that. I'm sorry, buddy. But um, you can fire me right now if you want. But this is what I want to do with the rest of my life. So, of course, I want to care more about um, how this movie's doing and figuring out things I need to get figured out as opposed to listening to some chip bag talk about how their cell phone isn't working. Like, I'm sorry. So, <laughs> <laughs> and I actually didn't get fired. I was actually shocked. <laughs> but, uh, wow, that's funny. But, you yeah. didn't get fired. <laughs> yeah, but you have, you have to do these things, man. You have to you if you want to be anything with your life, not even a filmmaker, you have to put one hundred and twenty thousand percent into it and do it and just do what you want to do and don't let anything stop you. Like shit, I've been single for three years. That's horrible, right? <laughs> but yeah. like, but I'm always like women. Like my ex girlfriend, she didn't really understand the whole movie thing. I'm always yeah. on my phone. I'm always doing emails and shit. I always want to write or something like that. And that just led to arguments. Like, I don't get off your phone. Like, bitch, shut the fuck up. I'm trying to do my career. Like, I don't tell you to not do your homework. <laughs> so, I don't know. But that's just me. Whatever. I'm being rude now, so I'll stop. No, actually, <laughs> I, I thought I thought that was uh, a great piece of advice. Dude, I love it. I really, I do. <laughs> but, but like, hopefully, like, one day, like, I would, what I would really like to do, a main goal of mine, is to start up a company where it's just for kids under the age of 21, like, between the ages of, like, 15 and, like, 25 that want to make movies, and they have ideas, and they want to sell them, and I would love to just have a production company where it just focuses on that, where they make low-budget movies and just help little kids want to get a kickstart. Because I know how hard that was, and just nobody wants to listen to you and shit like that. So I, I would love. And there's so, there's just so much talent out in this world that people just ignore because of their age and shit like that. But I would love to just do something like that, that or at least like a, um, a charity for uh, kids that come from like nothing and can't afford going to college. I would love to start something like that, and you know, help these talented kids, you know, succeed with their dreams and stuff. So, no, that that would be awesome. Yeah, it's things I want to do, but you have that money to do those things. So, <laughs> well, I personally hope that nobody gets out alive, takes off. I hope you make more movies, and uh, I hope all these things come true for you. Oh man, because it's like it's not even like a thing about me, me, me. It's just more like it sounds like me, 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 but it. I want to help out other people too. You know, like. Like, my dad died when I was 17 years old, and, like, our family sucked. Like, <laughs> we had to, like, sell our home and shit because we just couldn't afford anything. We just, my dad was a bread maker. And I, I know how that shit feels. So whenever, like, people, like, have shit like that, like, oh, I can't go to college to do what I want to do because my parents can't afford it. And shit. I know how that feels, man. Shit sucks, and I don't like it. So I definitely want to help out other people that have those those issues in life. <laughs> No one knows you. No one has ever seen you before. And no one will notice. When you're gone, Death Valley was a great place for a family vacation. Until the tourist business started dying. Death Valley, rated R.
decided that we would play a little prank on the host of Guilty Pleasure Cinema, Scott Summerton, who was also a guest on Bad Movie My Ass, our last episode. Uh, we decided to call Scott via Skype and have see if he had a question for Jason. Um, and this is kind of uh, what happened. It's uh, pretty fun. Check it out. Scott. Hello. How are you doing, sir? I'm doing pretty good. How are you doing? Oh, we're good. We're good. <laughs> so, Scott, glad to have you on real quick. Um, we we appreciate the fact that we can call whenever, and we actually have Jason Christopher, the writer-director of Nobody Gets Out Alive with us. Cool. Uh, so, have you uh, seen or heard of his movie? That one, no, I have not. It, it comes out in Canada, I think, March 9th? I am uh, looking April, it up right now. April 9th. April 9th. April 9th. What the fuck am I saying, March 9th? April 9th or 13th, eh? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Scott, do you have any questions for him? I heard you laugh that time even, man. <laughs> that, um, wasn't me. that wasn't me. <laughs> uh, specifically, no, not off the top of my head. <laughs> well, you're looking. Come on, buddy. Looking... <laughs> Come on, pal. You gotta have a question for me. Like, what did I eat for dinner tonight, or something? Mm-hmm. I'm just looking it up here. Here we go. Release date. Well, if this is if this is accurate. I got here February 26th in the U.S. That's the day before my birthday. So let's see. What kind of random question can I pull out of that? Uh... Well, my, my random statement is that if you live in Canada, you shouldn't be looking at the February 26th date. <laughs> you should be looking at the April 9th date because that's when it's coming to you there, sweetheart. <laughs> IMDB lies. So I'll trust you with that. <laughs> I made the movie for me. Well, Scott, you're you're looking to actually get into making films. Uh, you have an up-and-coming filmmaker on the line. Do you have any questions? Uh, uh, well, in that case, uh, billions, yeah, of course. <laughs> you know what, Scott? I have a question for you. Where are you going to be April 9th? If it's playing in Thunder Bay, I'll be checking it out for sure. If it what? Was it what? I said if it's if it's playing up here in Thunder Bay, if we get it up here, I'll check it, it out it's for sure. It's definitely going to be there. Uh, Entertainment One's putting it out up in Canada. Oh, so you okay. be at, I don't know if you have, like, Walmarts or whatever, but... It'll be there. Yeah, we have Walmarts, yeah. Yeah, we've got a famous... I don't know what Walmart is. I'll just make it up a store. (laughs) Did you Uh, inform me what Walmart is? I got questions for you, Scott. (laughs) What's your favorite... What what type of movies you want to make, Scott? Uh, Action. Easily. Action? Really? Yo, if you make an action movie, could you please get Jean-Claude Van Damme to be in it? (laughs) <laughs> that that's would be serious, awesome, yes <laughs> That's a serious question uh, it, the, Answering it right now I seriously doubt it <laughs> But I would like Dude, to, definitely John Claude He's, Van Damme's the shit He is, and here's a piece of advice Write it as a Universal Soldier Remake or Sequel, he'll be in it Guaranteed 
That's true. That's guaranteed. But don't do that. Make a new. Make like Death Warrant Two, because I'd be the first in line. Hell, get in, make a new Scott. blood sport with him in it. There we go. Yo, Scott. Here's my other question. Where Where are you gonna be on April 9th? <laughs> <laughs> Why are you laughing at me, Scott? Because I already answered. Question. I already I answered five, that. I have five kids to pay for, and you're gonna help me there, Scott. <laughs> I hope one ticket will go far for that. One, one movie should, one one purchase of it should. You'll help me get get, get uh, pay for their nipples of their own uh, on their <laughs> bottles. <laughs> All right, Scott. We just I got nothing we, on that one. <laughs> <laughs> we just had to call you real quick because uh, we we. Yeah, we I'm Last night. I'm, I'm just messing with you, Scott. I'm just playing with you. I'm actually, I swear, I'm actually a really nice guy. I'm just fucking with you. <laughs> You'll actually have to listen to this show um, coming out later this week. And uh, since we, we pranked you a little bit last night, Stupid we too. could not pass up this opportunity since we saw you on Skype again. Wait, Scott, you really don't have any questions for me? <laughs> I'll, be, I'll be serious now. Do you have any questions for me? Um, well, <laughs> sorry, I'm just caught off guard. I've been hit twice in the, as many days with this, so. <laughs> Here's another question for you, Scott. What were you doing before we called you? Were you sitting on the computer with lotion? Well, if you want to get technical. No, I was working on the script for my next episode. Comb through about three hours of footage, yes. For what? Uh, Guilty Pleasure Cinema. I review Guilty Pleasure movies. Oh, okay, cool. So is it like a a vlog or a blog? Uh, Like a video review thing. It's like a nostalgia critic, video game nerd kind of thing. Oh, that's cool. It's your favorite video game. Yeah, it's um, the whole tagline. These guys found me because of it. It's uh, celebrating the movies you're embarrassed to love. You know, there's there's your your guilty pleasures like uh, I mentioned Bloodsport or uh, a Daredevil and stuff like that. Eighties action movies cover a large cover on that. So wait, hold on, I thought that was about video games. <laughs> no, no, mine. Uh, I, I'm doing uh, movies. I got Predator is the next one, my favorite movie. So, oh, I'm, where the hell are you talking about so. video games then, for Scott? <laughs> <laughs> I'm comparing it to the video game nerd. The, oh. I don't yeah. know who the hell that is or what that is. But I will tell you something. That's a million-dollar idea, and I'll give it to you because cool. I know that I can't get it produced because I already tried anyway. I want to <laughs> make, make video being porno. And um, I'm serious. I'm serious. This will be great. There's it's money porn. in this. Dude, exactly, right? So I called up, I called up like, Wicked Entertainment and uh, Vivid Entertainment and shit, and they, like, shot it down because it would just cost too much money for the rights and stuff. But like, dude, picture it. Like, um, Mortal Kombat. <laughs> <laughs> and at the end and shit, like, it'll just be like, finish her. Oh. Um, <laughs> and and uh, then there was a um, Modern Warfare. <laughs> modern Warfare uh, um, um Call of Booty, <laughs> um, Sonic the Head, the, um, the Cum Shot, 
streets of anal rage. Dude, I was like shit faced one night, just like caught up with all these like different um porno <laughs> video game names. And I think when I thought it would have been a million dollar idea, but when I called up when I called up these places trying to pitch them the idea, they just like they're like, actually, it's a really good idea, but it will cost way too much money to uh, produce. And I was just like, oh, that sucks. Yeah, well, Scott. Titles. <laughs> Scott. <do> what? You... <laughs> I'm trying to think of titles now, damn it. <laughs> exactly, dude. Dude, I, have, I seriously have like 30 of them. I was just <laughs> so drunk one night. And I was just like, I'm just going to write down a bunch of video games. Like, <laughs> like, dude, fucking Call of Duty Modern Warfare. And then you got like. Call of Duty Black Cox, <laughs> like Black Cox 2 and shit. <laughs> I love fucking with Scott. I think I want his number just so I can keep calling. Oh, him. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Scott. Well, thanks for your time, and uh, I promise we're not going to fuck with you again, at least for yeah, quite a while. I'll believe that, yeah. <laughs> just, just remember. That's not, just, that's just remember not until Scott. I get your phone number, Scott. When <laughs> I get your phone number, I'm going to be calling at 3 o'clock in the morning, pal. Oh, God. <laughs> and just remember, Scott, Josh Gates is Monday at 5 o'clock our time. So. Yeah, 5 o'clock Eastern. So uh, we'll be calling you around 5.15. Yeah. <laughs> 5 o'clock on Monday, huh? Let me see. Let me see. Oh, yeah, I'll, I should be home by that point. So great. <laughs> yeah, so hurry and watch an episode of Destination Truth. Yeah. <laughs> that was more fun if you don't. <laughs> oh, yeah. Scott, Scott, I want to ask you one more time. Where are you going to be on April 9th? <laughs> I'm going to see a movie with three titles. It's called <laughs> Nobody... Yeah, I know, the movie with many titles. I don't blame you. I say that all the time. <laughs> um, Nobody Gets Out Alive in Canada through Entertainment One. And it should, it should be in like all the major stores over in Canada. I've never been. But... Yeah, they should they should bring it here. I mean, our, our Silver City... Is a it's a pretty big one. We get the main releases and a few a few smaller ones, so they should bring it here. But they're yeah, pretty bad. Uh, uh, one up here usually in, in this place. It's Northern Ontario, so uh, it's kind of sketchy. All right, all right, eh? I'll all do right. it again. All right, all right. Thanks, Scott. <laughs> no, thanks, guys. Talk to you soon. <laughs> get, get back to the lotion, buddy. <laughs> Time for another morbidly made behind the scenes. In this clip, Michael J is shocked to learn that Bad Movie My Ass guest Midnight Corey actually has an announcer's voice. Let's listen. Yo, Corey. Hey. Hey, Corey. Holy shit! Hey, your voice actually going? sounds like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I I don't believe that. I I thought I'm I'm sorry. I just I thought that you actually had to do some affect or something, but you actually really sound like that. Yeah. You, you thought <laughs> wow. it was like his radio voice? Yeah, that's awesome, dude. <laughs> oh, thanks, man. That's no, that's Sorry, how I, I talk. Wanna, I don't want to uh... sound like an asshole. I just think that that's incredibly <laughs> no, cool. No, no, actually, I, a lot of people have said that that uh, they think I, you know, really try to put you know something on just because I'm on the on the podcast or whatever, and it, I don't know. I just uh, that's crazy. Dude, but you should just. I appreciate like, that. That you means a lot. You should be doing voiceover for trailers and shit, dude. That's awesome. <laughs> In a world, dude, yeah. John, the Campout Nightmare trailer. He's doing our voiceover. Holy shit! <laughs> I, I I have actually done um, quite a few uh, just different spots 
Um, I used to I used to do some TV work. I was on the radio when I was in college, and so yeah, I've looked at. I just never never really went anywhere with it, except podcasting, which is you know insanely lucrative. Right. So, <laughs> yeah. Well, honestly, I, I was telling Mike about your show, and I'm I'm a big fan. Thanks, man. Yeah, I actually have to start listening to it. I think I think uh, now that that I know that this is like really, I mean. Wow. You guys are way too kind. are going to get into the news and wrap this up. Uh, Jason is still with us. Fortunately, we're eating up a hell of a lot of his time, but he's cool like that. No, you guys are totally fine. I have interviews all day today, so I'm just chilling. And this is like very... I don't have to be professional. So I'm just eating fellas while I'm doing this interview. It's actually funny. I'm like trying to lose weight. So I'm like eating celery right now, but like... (laughs) What I do, what I do to, to to try to like keep my mentality of not eating like garbage food, I have chicken wings and a slice of pizza sitting in a styrofoam box opened on top of my oven right now. So like I'm like tempted, but I just got to keep the mentality. I'm like, nah, I'll go for the celery. So. Got to keep that determination, buddy. Exactly. I've never eaten celery, so I don't know what it's. Uh... It's, it's like it's a hard, it's like hard water. Ah. Do you dip it in anything like uh, what do they dip that? I don't even know what they dip it in, but I know they dip it in something. A lot of people use peanut butter. Ew. Peanut butter's good, man. Well, no, peanut butter be good with it, but like there, there's something else, like other dressing that looks like something else, not peanut butter. Raisins. <laughs> not raisins. All right, Mike. This, this <laughs> isn't a diet show. Stay focused. I was I thought I was back on Rabbit and Red for a minute there. Okay, I'm No, if we want to get into my workout regiment and my fabulous physique, we can we can cover that another time. Oh, yeah, because <laughs> yeah, I'm just a tub of lard myself over here. Okay. Well, you know, a main ingredient in mine is uh, Southern Comfort. I mean, I really would not be the man I am without that. So, Southern Comfort's amazing. Man. I try to stay away from that shit. I should put candy in it. <laughs> Right. So good. <laughs> what? No, I I totally agree with you on that one. It's so good. I, I'm a I'm a Jack Daniels person by myself. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, that. What? I've never had either. All I drink is like mm-hmm. either rum, or uh, vodka. I do I do a lot of vodka and uh, club soda, and like my mom's a bartender, and she'll be like. She's like, I don't know why you get, like, vodka and club soda. Like, you sound gay when you want to do that. Why don't you just get, like, vodka on the rocks? Because it's the same thing. And I'm just like, yeah, you know what? That's about right. <laughs> I never really put it together like that. Yeah, vodka and me usually end in very bad things. <laughs> Good times. 
The last time I got wasted on vodka, I ended up waking up in a different place with no clothes on. It took me a half hour to find my phone. And then I'm calling everyone on my phone that I was with originally, like, how the hell did I get here and where are my clothes? Yeah, that's why I don't drink vodka a lot anymore. That's awesome, though. That means it was a good night. Definitely. Definitely was a good night. Well, you know what, John? I, I, I'm looking at this thing now that you sent me the other night, and I think I'm going to kick off our news thing with this. But Okay. Jamaican high school deal that was closed after the demonic thing? Yeah. I don't know. It just seems weird. Do you that, think it's real or do you think it's fake? I think it's fake. Um. Well, I, I know with Jamaica, their religion, or at least their outlook on Christianity is a little bit different. They're witch um, doctors, aren't they? Well, they just have a different spin on it. And uh, it really wouldn't surprise me if just some kid, maybe not in the right state of mind... Uh, kind of went off and actually believed that he was possessed or something like that. So I'm, I'm not saying it's a complete fake, uh, but I'm saying that it's most likely not. I, I'm saying the devil wasn't there. Let's let's just leave it at that. I don't know. I still don't believe it. <laughs> it's still fake. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there ain't no paranormal activity bullshit going on in some Jamaican high school. There's no paranormal activity bullshit going on anywhere. Yeah, true. Yo! I don't know. Shit. Have you ever watched Destination Truth? Ghost Hunters? Ghost Adventures? <laughs> yeah, but th that's all fake, probably. Uh, Holy shit! Did you guys see this? What? I, I, just, I just looked at this, and I, I... I didn't like the first one very much. I'll have, maybe have to watch it again, but Wolf Creek 2... <laughs> Yeah, Wolf Creek 2. Really? Uh, yeah, it's, um, I haven't seen the original in a long time. Uh, it's actually inspired me to want to watch the original again, just because they're actually making the sequel, so. I've, I only saw the original <laughs> once, because I went to the theater to see it, and I was kind of like, eh. I don't really remember a whole lot of it. I remember the head on a stick part, and then that's about it. I thought it was pretty cool. It wasn't a bad movie. Yeah, well, I, I've heard a lot of really good reviews and good things, and, and that's what makes me want to actually watch it again since there there's talks of a sequel. I don't know. What about Stitches? Did anybody hear of that one? Wait, wait. The psychotic that, that... Clown? Yeah! The trailer looks oh, cool, man. It's coming. Ooh. You know, the actual movie, I don't know if you guys saw it, um... Called uh, nobody gets it. No, I'm just keep plugging it because it nah, deserves nah, nah, it. Nah, 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 nah. Uh, um, no, there's a movie called um, Compliance. I saw that in Best Buy today, and I was gonna pick it up because it looks damn Dude, good. And you, you have a, a you story. Netflix? Yeah, I got Netflix. Dude, it's on uh, it's on Netflix Instant right oh, now. No shit, so, really? Yeah, no, it's, it's, so, it's really good, man. Like. And, you know, the dude that, um, who's going to be in my next movie, me and him were, like, having a conversation about it because I told him to check it out. And he's, like, really, really picky on movies. But he's, like, he likes a lot of good movies. But um, he's just really picky. So I was just like, you know what, man, try checking out this movie called Compliance. Like, 
it was a really good movie. And it's based on real events. Like, this shit really happened. And like, he was like, is it like events where they say it really happened, but it really didn't? I was like, no, 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 because I looked it up and it actually did happen. And, like, the girl, like, it's about this guy who, like, calls in, like, low-end burger joints, like a Burger King over in, like, the middle of, like, Nowheresville, Arizona. And he'll just, like, tell them, tell, like, the, the people on the phone that he's a cop and that they were going to be on their way. But, like, apparently um, one of the girls at the waitress, uh, one of the girls um, working there at the Burger King uh, stole money from someone, so they have to go in the back and they have to, like, strip search her and shit. And then, like, apparently, like, uh, this, this girl that they did one event that they took it from, the girl, like, used to do, like, oral sex and shit. The, mo- the movie's, like, fucked up, man. The music for it's amazing. It's so fucking good and eerie. And, um, but it's all based on true story. But, like, I want to meet the real person in real life and just, like, backhand them and just be like, what jackass would, like, actually think, like, oh, it's the cops on the phone and I have to give this dude oral sex now? Like, what the hell? Like, what an idiot. But anyway, apparently it was real. But that movie was really, really good, and it's on Netflix, and it's so good, dude. Yeah, it's actually a pretty good movie. Um, I, I think some of the parts were just kind of exaggerated for the movie just to make it a little bit more impactful. I really cannot imagine anybody thinking, like, oh, the cops are telling me I have to blow somebody, so I'm going to do exactly. it. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And that's why, like, I was like, this is bullshit. So I read up on it, and, like, she did. Like, all that shit happened. Really? Uh, there was, like, this, there, yeah, there was, there was this thing on YouTube that you could watch. It's, like, on 2020 or some shit. They, like, interview, like, the real people and stuff. And, like, yeah, dude, like, all that shit happened. I'm just like, get the fuck out of here. Like, these people are idiots. <laughs> but, yeah, whatever, like... But, I mean, it made a cool movie, but if you don't know the story, like, you're just going to be like, this is bullshit. Like, get the hell out of here. But, like, apparently it really happened, which is just nuts. Yeah, that's definitely going to be one I'm going to have to watch. No, I it was it's definitely worth checking out at least once. Yeah, it's a good drama. Oh, so it is more of, okay, good. good, good. Yeah, it's more of a drama. It's more of, like, one of those uh, fucked up dramas. Um, Bates Motel. Does anybody care about that? The the TV show? Of course. The TV I'm show. interested in it, but who's who's that chick? Chick that was in Departed. Yeah, dude. Like, yo, yeah, I'd be crazy Venus. too. Yeah. yeah, I'd be crazy too if like my mom looked like that and uh, <laughs> I'd like make me crazy. Like, come on now. She's way too hot to be playing that role. Yeah, she definitely does not look like. I mean, even in Psycho Four, they had Olivia Hussey playing her, and I think. So she Olivia Hussey's hot. Yeah, she played more of a, uh, uh, you know, a good demented person or whatever. I just don't see it here. Everything looks too clean. I don't know if it's just me or what, but it looks it looks very clean. A little too polished, and you know. Like I'm looking at the person, at the kid that's playing Norman, and I'm like, uh, "Wow, um, really does not." Uh, no. Yeah, I mean, I definitely, I want to check it out. I don't know if it's going to be good or not, but I'll definitely watch it. I don't know. To be honest, I'm gonna wait and hear a lot of the feedback, and then I'll probably go off from that. I'm, I'm not gonna watch it until I hear that it's either sucks or it's good. Yeah, it was just like the, that show, um, Do No Harm. I don't know if either of you watched that one, but I was going to watch it. Nah. But, uh, because the one dude from Rescue Me is in it, and I was going to give it a watch. 
and I found out like the day after the uh, the first episode aired, they had already uh, pretty much decided they were going to cancel it. So I'm like, oh fuck this! I DVR'd it, and I'm like, you know what? I'm I'm not even watching. I deleted. It. <laughs> so yeah, um, Supernatural. I don't watch them like you guys do. So I like Supernatural. Of course you do. Nah. I've never seen it. So. I, don't, I don't watch that many TV shows. Well, there's a supernatural episode for you, John, since you love it, called Fresh Meat. Okay. And I don't know where the brothers are in this year in Nevada Mountains. They hunt a monster that likes the human flesh. And. Oh, no, wait, it's not an episode. I'm sorry. It's a book. See, oh. shows I, I don't even really care about it because I'm not even looking at it properly. <laughs> Way to go, buddy. Way to go. Of course. But, you know. Um. Let's see. Somebody from Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. Uh, I don't know. Oh. Yeah, skipping ahead. Yeah. Skipping ahead. Last, last <laughs> Exorcism 2 poster. Uh, Ooh, the second coming. I, I never saw the first one. Uh, I bought the Blu-ray, but I, I just haven't watched it. It's, dude, it's what the fuck here. is with you? With, I bought it, but I never watched it. Dude, do you know how many movies I have in my house? You know, Way too fucking many. Do you know how many of them I have? I, I'll tell you right now. I have probably close to 1,500 DVDs and probably Holy like shit. 500 Blu-rays or so. And I've probably seen less than half of all of it. There's probably like 10 movies in my house that I own that I have not seen. Everything else I've fucking seen and probably seen repeatedly. Because I buy them and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to save it for a rainy day. Save it for a rainy day. Yeah. Argo I'm going to watch right off the bat. Because I bought, I wanted to see that in the theater. I just couldn't get out to see it. So I'm going to watch that. That's a great movie, man. That's such a good movie. I hope that Affleck wins for Best Director. I mean, I would love to see Tarantino win. But, like, the Academy is, like, scared to give them Best Director. Best, uh, best Director type thing. I don't know why. Um, well, no, he's actually not for best director. He's not for best movie. But, um, I think at least, I don't know. But, um, it's like him, Tarantino and Paul Thomas Anderson, you'll never see them win an Academy until they're like 70 years old, unfortunately. Right. Yeah, it's they're probably like going to be like Scorsese was. Mm-hmm. That makes no sense because like, Scorsese should have, he wasn't even nominated for Casino. Yeah, like Casino, yeah. like. I mean, I really enjoy Casino, but I really enjoy Goodfellas as well, and he should have won something for that, too. And I don't even know if he was up for anything for that. But, like, those are two movies that, like, whenever they're on TV, I just sit down and watch. Oh, yeah, definitely. Like, at all times, and I'm pretty sure I can find, like, another ten people that will say the same thing. Yeah. Goodfellas was on Spike today, I think, I was watching. It was, it was. It was always on TV. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I gotta say, though, The Departed is a really good movie, too. That is good, but you know what, man? It wasn't Oscar-worthy to my eyes. I think really? out of everything else that was, like, nominated, it definitely should have won. But out of all his movies, really, you give him the Oscar for that movie? Out of all of them? Uh, yeah. I mean, it, it was like, a really good movie, but yeah, I do agree that he's made better films. Like, I don't think anybody, like, 20 years... Uh, from today are going to be like, yo, did you watch The Departed? Oh my God, so good. I think more people are going to be like, yo, did you watch Casino? Or yo, did you <laughs> watch Goodfellas? I don't think like, I don't, I just, out of his 
out of his filmography, I think that that's like, I wouldn't, it's not a bad movie at all. I love that movie. But I think out of his filmography, people are just going to be talking about Goodfellas and Casino and like Taxi Driver until the day he dies. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Right. Oh, definitely. Definitely. But like, I mean, it sucks that like, uh, I mean, I don't know if you guys saw The Master, but like, that was like one of my favorite movies of 2012. But like, that's the same thing for like Anderson. Like, I don't think that that was like his best movie. So, what was it? The Master. Uh, uh no, I don't. Uh, Philip I don't Seymour think I saw Hoffman, that. right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, little, uh, little trivia for you, Jason. Did you know that The Master comes out the same day as Nobody Gets Out Alive? I know. Well, that's well, that's, that's, that's the that funny like? thing. That's what? Tuesday. Tuesday. But Tuesday. Tuesday. What? Tuesday. Yeah. Tuesday the 26th. Oh, yeah. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, that's what, like, me and my producer, we would always go and check, like, all right, no other movies are coming out February 26th. No other movies are coming out. No other movies. Like, we would always check. And then the one day comes up, and it's just like, the only other movie that's coming out is The Master. And Paul Thomas Anderson's, like, top five, like, favorite directors of mine and shit. I was like, dude, like, I'm not even pissed off about that because, like, that's just amazing. Like, that's, like, one of the... That's, like, awesome to share a day of that. <laughs> <laughs> like, he don't even know who the fuck I am, but... But one day, if I ever get to meet him, I'm like, hey, our movie came out the same day. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, they're making a documentary on the Amityville Horror. That's called My Amityville Horror. IFC Films is putting it out March 15th. Limited people, yeah, which means it'll be nowhere. I yeah. actually know uh, the guy who uh, DP'd that movie. I know that guy. He's a cool dude. I'm actually, I'm, I'm actually kind of interested in that. I'm interested, but I mean, I can care less at the same time. Now that Daniel Lutz, I guess that's one of the kids, Daniel Lutz. Hmm. Yeah. Well, see, it's interesting because the 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 family's story was very intriguing. It was very compelling. It, it's got two fucking movies, a book, and all this shit. Whoa, and wait, then... wait, 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 wait! Two movies, sir? Do you know how many Amityville horror movies there are, sir? Well, I'm talking about ones actually based on their story and not just like, ooh, a haunted house. Wait, Sorry, Mike, second... I'm ignoring all the bullshit ones. Well, wait, 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 wait. So you said they have two movies. So you're saying you're I'm counting, counting the remake? Oh, okay. All right. Well, so this retelling their story. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Oh, I thought you meant like the first two. No, 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 no. Well, I'm just talking about their story because the rest oh. of it was just made up. Well, all of it was probably made up, but you you, you end up and you watch it uh, an interview with the DeFeo guy, and the guy looks like he is just fucking lying out his ass. And, and I work with criminals and whatnot. And this guy's not even a good fucking liar. Like, I, I saw an interview with him on TV, and he's talking about how the voices told him to do this and everything. And it's just like, dude, you're fucking lying out your ass. Like, I, I watched the interview, and I was just like, oh, you just ruined it for me. You're so full of shit. <laughs> I, I got one. Um, what uh, What's your guy's favorite movie in 3D? <laughs> <laughs> favorite movie in 3D? Yeah. Uh, Mike, I'll let you go first. Uh, I'm gonna get killed for this, I'm sure. But, um, I liked, uh, Piranha 3D, actually. <sighs> that movie was awesome. I like that movie. The Amazing Spider-Man. I, I thought the 3D effects with him swinging around and flying and everything, that was the only reason I agreed to see it. Was Yeah, you know, no, that, was, that was pretty cool in 3D. 
Yeah. That's another Blu-ray I have that I haven't watched yet. My, mine would have to be Spy Kids 3D. <laughs> I'm dead serious. I'm not saying that with, with, without with, with laughing. <laughs> um, dude, like, he was a, spy kids? Rodriguez was the first one to do it. He was the first one to do it. Like, Sylvester Stallone's finger was, like, coming at me in the theater, and she was like, oh. I've only seen the first two, so I don't know how are... Have you seen four? I haven't yet, no. No. Okay. I haven't seen any of them. Uh, the I love them, dude. They're, they're great kid movies. Yeah. Yeah, I don't have any kids, and at the point in time that they were coming out, I was a teen, and I was just like, yeah, fuck that kid shit, so... <laughs> dude, my ex at the time... See, that was great, because my ex, um... Well, she's my ex now, but she had a, um a two-year-old kid, three-year-old kid, so we would get to see all those movies, and it's like, I really want to see that. It looks really good, and I have an excuse now because, you know, I would go with them. But, uh, see, now I don't have that excuse anymore, so if I were to go to the movies, they would just think that I'm, like, this creepy person who... Yeah, you're just a creepy old pervert that's really going to scope out the kids. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's all right, Mike. Well, that's about all I got. I, I don't really see anything else that's, that's even really worthy here, so... <laughs> It's all just a bunch of shit, to be honest with you. Um, did you see a while ago that there's a documentary coming out on Stanley Kubrick's uh, The Shining? Yeah, I want to see that. Yeah, that I'll definitely watch. Yeah, see, there you go, Mike. Where's your fucking news segment? Jesus Christ. And oh, oh, and then that Spawn shit that you were talking to me about last night. Yeah, that's right, too. Well, I'm intrigued just to see what Oscar winning actor is attached apparently they're looking to redo spawn and there's an oscar winning actor attached to it so we'll see honestly if i had to put money on it i would probably say the guy from uh iron man i forget the guy's name um uh what what no not mickey rourke um the the original iron man he played uh the uh, Air Force guy, and he got replaced. Um, Colin, uh, like, Don Cheadle? No. Um, no, Terrence, Don Cheadle Terrence, replaced him. Terrence. Uh, yeah, Terrence. Oh, what the fuck is his name? Terrence, Terrence Howard. Terrence Howard. Terrence Howard, that's it. See, I could see Terrence Howard attached to that. I could see him playing the Spawn character. I remember the first time I wanted to watch Spawn. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'm not a fan of Terrence Howard. I thought he was really good in Iron Man. I like Don Cheadle better. <laughs> well, obviously, obviously, he wasn't good enough because they didn't have him back for Iron Man too. No, no I, th- that, I think that, uh, the reason why they didn't get him back is because he like demanded all this crazy money and shit. Well, oh, from gosh, what I heard, it was actually just scheduling. So, mm. but I actually liked him better than Don Cheadle. I just thought he fit the character better. Yeah, uh, I love me some Don Cheadle. <laughs> I just I just thought for the character of the movie that he fit it better. But you know, each their own. Some people like uh Mike's movies, some people like uh good movies like uh Nobody Gets Out Alive. <laughs> yeah. Good one, good one to cover it up. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that movie sucked. <laughs> <laughs> It's a really shitty title. I mean, uh, if they would have went with something different, like uh, Punishment or maybe Down the Road, Down the Road's really good. I think. Yeah, I I like Down the Road. I don't know why. I I still don't know why they like changed that. (laughs) I don't know. I'm just going to make the second one called Down the Road. 
<laughs> Nobody gets out alive too down the road. Yeah. You son well, of a if, bitch! I was just gonna say that. Well, <laughs> if it was if it was called down the road and stayed officially down the road, I'd make the sequel be down the road, no U turn. <laughs> <laughs> I love making fun of myself. <laughs> that, but but at least I have all the all all like the uh, the the next couple titles set up. Uh, I got nobody gets out alive. Nobody still gets out alive, and then a third one be called nobody will ever get out alive. <laughs> <laughs> it's like uh, uh, I know what you did last summer, and they're just like, oh, it's just they're still in there somewhere. <laughs> well, I really hope you get to make a sequel because uh, towards the end, I gotta say the third act had me hooked. Um, the Hunter character I loved, and you were talking that the sequel would mostly be based on him, which I'm 100% behind, I think, really needs to happen with a slasher that we more follow him. And, uh. Yeah, that's what the second would, would, would be like. Yeah, did, did you? I bet you 90 million percent other people didn't take notice that there's, uh, something after the end credits. Oh, no, I did not know that. Yes. Mm. Oh, wait. Yeah, I picked up on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Little, uh, little, nice little. I'm not gonna say what it is, but yeah, I get it. I liked it. Yeah, well, that plays that plays in the sequel too. Ah, mm-hmm. oh, see, that just kills me even more because my computer's dead, and I would totally go and watch that. But that was my hookup to the movie, and yeah, now I'm now I'm just a little pissed off. Hmm. <laughs> That's See, okay. That's, that's okay that's because why... it comes out. It comes out when, Mike? It comes out Tuesday. Um, <laughs> comes out February twenty sixth, right? That's correct. Yep. All right, so I, I'll just I pick it up and then I can Best watch Buy, it. So it's coming. Yeah, I'll, I'll just uh, I'll just go out and buy it, and I'll listen to this Austin commentary that we were describing. Dude, you have to, dude. Like, like don't even watch the movie. After the movie, just watch the audio and listen to the audio commentary. <laughs> I'm telling you, dude, you'll laugh. You'll laugh. I don't know if I'm laughing at it because, like, I think it's just funny, but, like, it's hilarious. And I think it's better than the movie. (laughs) And I'm half serious about that. Or maybe just because I've seen the movie, like, a million times at this point. I think it's the thing with filmmakers. I mean, you guys, you you see your movie so many times, you cut it, and then you're showing it to so many people, festivals and everything else, Mm -hmm. that... You're just kind of burnt out by the time it actually comes out. You're just like, yeah, it's, yeah, it's it's my movie. I've yeah. seen it fifty thousand times. Yay! <laughs> yeah, and I hate it more too because like I was young and stupid and didn't know how to make a movie when I made that one. Like, <laughs> if I could make that movie now, that'd be so crazy. But um, but yeah, that's like another reason why I just can't stand it. You know, I think I'm going to try to do with Nobody uh, Nobody Gets Out Alive what I did with Halloween 6 when that came out. And that's watch it once a day, every day, for the first three months that I have it. Hey, man, if you do that, if you do that, then we can, like, compromise together and just, you can tell me how much you hate it, too. <laughs> well, no, see, that's the thing. I did that with Halloween 6, and I did not hate it afterwards. I actually loved it more. Really? Yeah, Mike really? is totally obsessed with that movie. It's not a bad one. I mean, Paul Rudd's in it. Shit. See? No, actually, I like that movie. You can't be all like, see? Because I like that movie No, no, too. no, 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 no. <laughs> you don't understand. 
I'm saying that Jason actually actually realized that Paul Rudd is in it because nobody else that I know really realizes that he's in that. Yeah, movie. that's like his first role, of or course it at is. least that's, his first big role. That's how I found him. Was that movie? Pretty sure he had like some soap opera shit or something beforehand. Oh but no, he was probably. in. He was in and in. Oh, he was in a movie. It was like a made-for-TV quality movie with Julie Bowen, and I actually paid twenty-five dollars for it because I wanted it. You know, because I have to get every movie that he's ever made. And <laughs> it's so bad. He plays like this 50s-style greaser. And Ooh. he just goes around in a like a bad leather jacket and, a, and like a Fonzie hairstyle. And he's like, oh, don't crowd me. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, did you ever watch uh, Road Racers? I actually really want to watch that one. No, Dude, it's awesome. That. It just came out. Well, it didn't just come out. About like a year ago. It came out on Blu-ray and DVD for like the first time, and it's a Robert Reviews' second feature. But it's a it's a made-for-TV movie, and like David Arquette's in it and Samuel Hayek's in it. It is awesome. It's so good, and uh, yeah, it's really good. But David Arquette plays like a greaser and shit. It's a really good movie. Yeah, I remember seeing that on IMDb, and then I think I saw it somewhere for sale. I was like, oh shit! I was like, we should totally get this, and then I was told no. But I'm. I will get that at some point and watch it. Yeah, it's it's really good. Um, I mean, I'll watch anything that Robert Reyes puts out, but it's yeah, really I'm good. I'm a really though. big fan of his, too. Dude, I, lo- I love him. I think he's, like, the most creative filmmaker that's out there. Like, he's the only one that's, like, really, really creative because he just does everything. He scores them. He does all the digital effects for them. He directs, camera operates, produces, edits. He does everything. Awesome. And... He he's very inspirational and encouraging of people to get into the business as well. Yeah. So that's always cool on my part when when people in the horror industry are outgoing and and trying to bring others in. So. Well, that's what the funny thing is, man. Like, like us horror people, man. Like that make horror movies. Like we're usually like the most coolest like people ever. <laughs> <laughs> Like we're, we're like we're not crazy or anything like that. Like, like God, like did you ever watch like interviews of like Adam Green and shit? Like that dude's like the biggest like cool dude ever. <laughs> He's actually, like so nuts. Actually, uh, me, me and Mike have actually talked about that quite a bit. Um, I really like Adam Green. I've talked to him quite a bit on Twitter and different things like that. And actually, he uh, he he actually did wish me a happy birthday. On my birthday, nice. so nice. yeah, I thought that was fucking cool as hell. Yeah, that's all, like I hit him up one time on like Facebook, and uh, it was like a few years ago, and was just like telling him, you know, like because he gets, he gets pretty pissed off whenever people like try to like pitch him ideas and stuff, which is annoying. Which I'm actually I've been getting a lot of those lately, which is really fucking annoying, and I kind of understand now why they uh, why these people say it. Hey, um, my- Note, note to ourselves, don't pitch him our ideas and nobody gets out alive to. Yes. <laughs> but, um, but, um, uh, like, like, I was just, like, talking, I was like, hey, man, I just want you to know that, like, you know, you're one of my idols and stuff, like, I think you're awesome, I love your movies, I love your work, all that stuff. And, like, he, like, like, we just went on and talk about stuff, you know, because, like, I, I think I hit him up because his birthday is, like, my dad's, like, death date or some shit. Nah. And, um, so, like, I hit him up just, like, talking about that, and, like, he just, like, responded with, like, an essay worth of, uh, like, letters 
<laughs> he just like had me back like paragraphs and paragraphs of just like talking to me. Like he, he was just so nice. He was a, he was a really cool guy. Yeah, I got to say, like the first time I ever reached out to him, I just sent like a generic question, and I was like, I'll probably never get an answer, or if I do, it'll be like by some handler or something. And I, I was literally sitting down writing something, and then I think it was like ten minutes later, my phone goes off, and I look down, and it's like Adam Green. I was like, what the fuck? Open mm-hmm. it up, and it's like, holy shit. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, no, he's cool. He likes to stay connected with fans and stuff. That's really, that's cool. I like that. Yeah. Yeah, he's one of the big celebrities that I gotta say really does stay interactive with his fans, and I, as one of his fans, really appreciate that. Yeah, yeah, and like Hollison's great. I can't wait for the second season. Me too. Which Mike still has not fucking watched that. I'm behind. I have to. Oh man, you're slack. I know. It's really good, dude. It's really really funny, especially if you like horror movies. Yeah, and it's very self-aware. It's uh, oh, it's 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 very good. Full of homages, Mike. You'll love it. I'm telling you. Well, well, that'll be the next thing that I'll actually have to watch. So. Yeah, homework. I'm telling you. <laughs> yeah, I'll do it. <laughs> All right. Well, we've wasted a shit ton of time. We've kind of pretty much rambled a lot. Um, Mike, kind of. You know up. what? That makes just... a great show. <laughs> that makes a great show. It does. Oh. Okay, if you say so, Mike. It does. Just because that's how you make your movies doesn't mean that makes a great radio show. Hey, well, if you have a drunk gentleman who, the whole time he's drunk and you write a scene and he decides to ramble for 15 minutes, what are you going to do? It was gold. I couldn't cut any of it. Ugh. All right, Mike. Well, past that, I really want to thank our co-host for tonight. Uh, Mr. Jason Christopher, I really want to thank you for coming on. No, man, thank you, guys. Well, even though you tried to replace me, I, I still want to thank you. Uh, <laughs> I, I think everyone should definitely check out your movie. It comes out April 26th. No. Or February 26th. April, April 26th. 9th Jesus. in Canada. April 9th in Canada. Uh, March 5th in France. April 20, uh, February 21st in Australia. And I'm trying to keep tabs of all of them. Cause I, yeah. someone like so, hit me up from like uh, fucking with Scott there for a second. <laughs> someone like hit me up from like Germany and asking when it was coming out. I was like, I have no clue yet. So, <laughs> still trying to figure it out for everybody. So yeah, everyone, if you like Friday the Thirteenth, if you like the Burning, if you like seventies and eighties slashers, definitely check this one out. It is low budget. Just so you're warned, but it is really good. The it does guy, not look low budget. No, it then. does not look low budget. All right, but it was made for low budget. The guy that plays Hunter is phenomenal. He is your slasher, and I, I think people that are fans of these movies should definitely check it out. Thank you, I appreciate that. A hundred percent, man. Absolutely. Thanks to all our fans. Um, I want to thank uh, Rabbit and Red, Vincent Paul, and everyone else supporting us out there. Yes. And uh, later. Doodles.
Hear that? That's the sound of a patient whose health data is protected from a cyber attack. And that, that's the sound of a financial system that's digitally secured from bad actors. Right now, there's an invisible war being fought on a digital battlefield that impacts what we do every day. That's why at Paraton, we do the can't be done to help protect the vital systems we rely on. Because if we don't, the alternative is unimaginable. Paraton.